This program was first broadcast on Canterbury's access media station, Plains FM, and was made with the assistance of New Zealand On Air. lovers welcome to the find your bliss radio show here on plains fm every thursday morning at 9am where we come together to talk about all things intuitive psychic metaphysical spiritual and beyond and today we are talking about expanding your ability to be able to receive so this is huge because when I was actually tuning into this, one of the things that actually came up to speak to was imposter syndrome. So I know that might feel like a little bit of a leap because we're talking about your ability to be able to expand, to be able to receive, to be able to receive more. And obviously that's not just cash, it is uh, pleasure, it is freedom, it is joy, it is um, the expansion of all good things. So we're going to unpack this in quite a few different ways. Um, because there are quite a few things that kind of came forward in terms of sharing. So one of the first things, of course, is to be able to receive more, we want to get good at feeling, right? We want to be a good feeler because when we feel, we have the ability to be able to feel good. And if we've had previous experiences in our past, of course, we can use coping mechanisms like shutting down or numbing ourselves or which a lot of people do in terms of when a feeling is present, what we often do and often what we're trained to do on the planet is to turn it down, right? One one of the ways that you can reclaim your power and expand your energetic field is to learn to get really good at feeling and to be present to your feelings and to feel your feelings. And often what will happen is when we have people who feel a great discomfort with us, we will do really curious things, right? Like we'll go into deflection or denial or stop or block or, you know, if it's extreme, it can lead to um, addictive behavior. Right, like um, control, right? Wanting to make sure everything's in its right place, a bit of obsessive compulsive. It can be um, addictive in terms of alcohol, drugs, whatever. You know, an addiction as an energy is transferable. So, being very aware, of course, of, you know, where am I avoiding my feelings? Because if I can sit down and feel my feelings and realize that they're just like clouds in my sunshine sky, they'll move through, they'll move past, right? They are not who I am. They don't define me. They're just an experience that I'm having. And often that experience has wisdom in it. It has awareness in it. It has something that is looking to be seen, witnessed, loved, and accepted. And when we can do that for ourselves, we increase our ability to be able to feel, not just to feel, but to feel good. Because this is where the expansion comes in. If we have the ability to focus our attention and then focus our feeling towards something that we wish to experience, we can increase our container and expand our energy field to be able to receive more. (coughs) Excuse me. So... When we're looking at this, of course, we want to get good at feeling, we want to get good of recognizing where we are holding ourselves back from expansion. So another one of these aspects, of course, is growth. 
right? We are born to grow. We grow physically. We grow emotionally. We grow spiritually. If you are not growing, you're probably on some level not feeling fulfilled. You'll be feeling stuck. You'll be feeling stagnant. You'll be feeling asking yourself questions like, is this it? Is this as good as it gets? I think as human beings, uh, well, spiritual beings having a human experience, we came here to grow. We came here to learn. We came here to expand. We came here to discover. We came to create. So if you're not continuing to grow, evolve and expand in your energetic frequency and your ability to be able to process your emotions, to witness them and your emotional intelligence and your leadership and your light, if you're not choosing to expand in all of those things, then again, you're going to be feeling contraction. You're going to be feeling the opposite end of really what we want to experience as human beings, which is contraction. You know, I talk about contraction rather than saying negative emotions because I think that negative kind of leads into negative, positive, right, wrong, good, bad, pass, fail. And when we are moving into oneness, we really want to get let go of that. We want to let go of anywhere we feel like we're doing right, wrong, good, bad, pass, fail, because it makes and reinforces duality. And duality, of course, as you may be aware, if you've listened to the podcast before it increases your sense of separation and it creates suffering so being the person who's choosing to be somebody who's going to expand their ability to be able to receive what do we constantly want to be aware of we can start asking ourselves questions right like in this moment how expanded is my energy field and even through your awareness you can instantaneously expand it further And what you'll probably notice, folks, is the people who are experiencing the most fun, the most pleasure, the most joy, the most bliss, um, effortless manifesting, they're expanded in their energy field. They're not going to be in an energy of contraction. They're going to be expanded and open. They're going to be like, this is a game of life is awesome. How do we play it on a bigger level? How can I make a bigger impact? How can I contribute more? Now, this is often where that imposter syndrome starts popping up, though, right? If you, and let's use business as the example, but because it's probably the easiest one to speak to, um, because that's probably where imposter syndrome shows up the most. If you're self employed and you're going, okay, I want to set up this business and I want to put myself out there. And of course, what happens is that little voice inside you goes, well, who are you to do that? <laughs> Right? Don't you you love it? Don't you even love the tone? Who are you to do that? Who are you to stand up and make a stand? Who are you to like go and create this crazy idea and have it become a vision that becomes reality? Who are you to be heard? This is what our rational critical mind does to us. Obviously, that ego reflex has already kicked in for you to be having thoughts like that, which are often trying to keep you safe but also put you in a situation where they're keeping you stuck, right? They're keeping you small, they're keeping you contracted and keeping you in a place of unhappiness, really, because again, most happiness and fulfillment comes from growth, right? Like the fish really swims upstream. We want to be moving forward. We want to be expanding in in our growth and in our awareness to really be happy. And that's why, you know, it's innate, I think, in human beings to want to achieve on some level. Not achieve for the sake of achievement, but achieve in terms of 
um, this is the person that I'm choosing to become. You know, I am growing, I'm evolving, I'm shifting through different paradigms so I can literally see life differently. I can, you know, shift. How many paradigms can I shift in this lifetime? So, you know, one thing I've been really playing with at the moment, folks, is life being really a hologram. And it's like, what are you popping into your hologram? If it's all just a beautiful, crazy dream, are you enjoying your dream? Right? What would you choose to have show up in that dream that you would love to experience? And what would it take to create that? That comes back, of course, to that focus of energy and attention. And again, like I said, to start with, feeling good. Again, your thoughts, right? And your feelings creating what it is that you wish to experience. So we want to get really good at feeling in terms of expanding our container and our ability to be able to receive. We want to let go of those defense mechanisms that we may have in place, which often happen from past experiences. We get hurt and then we go, ouch, that hurts. So what am I going to do? I'm going to kind of put an energetic wall in front of my heart or around myself so I can actually keep out, you know, any bad experiences, trying to protect yourself on a subconscious level. And then, of course, we need to do the work to be aware of anywhere we have any defense mechanisms. And you'll feel it, right? You'll feel that sensation of maybe wanting to move forward, but it feels like you're pushing up against an invisible wall or you're just feeling, um, you know, you're quick to judge or you go into criticism really easily, right? That can often be a defense mechanism. If you think that people are trying to get at you or hurt you, etc., that can be a defense mechanism. We want to be aware so we can check that within our own energetic field. So, of course, you know, leaning into expansion, because expansion can feel amazing, but of course, often we often get to a point where we're like, okay, now I think I need to check myself and and I, you know, I need to go, okay, I'm scared, right? Because again, a limitless being is love frequency, so it doesn't really know fear. Fear is a human experience, but this is what we do because we often go into comparison and say, well, if I'm receiving so much more than other people, people, what does that say about me, right? This little rational mind critical voice kicks in in an attempt to try and keep you safe, but it's not really helpful. It's holding you back from what it is that you're really wishing to experience, which is knowing yourself as that infinite being. And really a lot of that is letting go of identification with the rational world. Again, that right, wrong, good, bad, pass, fail. We want to let go of that. Can you imagine what your life would feel like if you were beyond right and wrong? So even asking yourself right now, how expanded is my energetic field? Boom, right? Instantly you can do, through your awareness, you can just go, okay, I choose to see it more expanded instantaneously. Now I want you to even ask yourself and check, if you're just using your imagination, how far out can you expand your energetic field before you start noticing it gets a little uncomfortable? Or maybe it gets a little bit crunchy. <clears throat> or maybe you notice that it's easier to expand out the front than it is out the back. And again, this is just through awareness, folks. You know, how? what's the awareness? The awareness means that I'm taking my attention to the space around my body and I'm noticing what it feels like. I'm perceiving that. I'm kind of going, oh, am I pushing my energy? Is my energy in a little bit behind my back? I can feel that right now. So again, through my attention, I can just push it out. It's kind of like, okay, 
I can be in this big expanded energetic frequency and then of course we want to work with our energy centers and kind of go okay well am I open in my crown am I open in my third eye you know where is there any contraction I feel pretty good right now but again I take care of my energy every day right I'm constantly aware is there somebody hooked onto my energy what does it take to release that release those cords of attachment what does it take to manage my own energetic field so I feel good what energy do I need to have in my energetic field so I feel amazing all day long and this is conscious creation this is how we do the work of expanding our energetic field by through awareness in the first instance and choosing to expand it but let's go back a little bit to imposter syndrome because a lot of people struggle with this a lot I see it a lot in my work and my clients you know, who am I to be this person who's stepping up into this more expanded container with a bigger ability to be able to receive? You know, having a dream life that other people um, would only stop to pause and go, how is it possible to create that? So there's kind of two different types, though, of imposter syndrome, right? There's one imposter syndrome where we're just doubting ourselves and we're like, okay, I can feel like this is a big leap, right? Maybe it's a job opportunity. Maybe it's something that's happened in your business, which is an amazing kind of um, upgrade, expansion. Maybe you've been invited to speak somewhere and you're like, oh, crumbs, can I do it? Right? That's kind of healthy imposter syndrome when we're being asked by the universe to expand and we kind of feel like oh I'm not sure you know um, we're doubting ourselves who am I to do this maybe we're doing a bit of comparison but again if you look at it from a holographic perspective then it's just something that you've created in your reality right so therefore it's like how do I show up to this and play and have fun and recognize that this is a growth opportunity and I can expand my energetic field to hold the space of this growth and I can fill it up with beautiful energy which supports me, which feels really good. Trusting in the wisdom and awareness, emotional maturity, what I already have cultivated and knowing that is valuable and that is enough. Because again, with imposter syndrome, we can often, it often comes back to our value proposition, right? Do I believe that I have value to offer other people if I'm being asked to step into what I perceive as more expanded okay versus imposter syndrome we've just got no clue right you've got you're being asked to go and speak about I don't know be like me going to be speak about dolphins or something I don't have any clue I have no wisdom I have no knowledge I have no insights I don't have any experience whatsoever now that's kind of unhealthy imposter syndrome in the respect that um, we could flip it around right healthy in the respect that like knowing that that is definitely out of my range of comfort I can't add value in that situation that's not my thing Right? But people check themselves on their own experience all the time. So, you know, it's healthy in the respect to be able to go, you know what, I'm out of my depth. I can't do that. I can't facilitate that. That is not, not, not that I can't. I could learn, but it's not something that I'm interested in spending time, focus and attention on. Versus, you know, are you just being asked to stretch and grow and therefore it's bringing up some discomfort? So instead of going, okay, wow, I'm going to be the person who chooses to expand their energy and jump in, 
are you actually going doubting your own value proposition? So therefore you're kind of contracting your own energy field and, you know, and then of course the contrast becomes greater between the proposition that you're being asked to step into and your own energy because you're shutting yourself down through your own rational critical mind. And energetically, that has an impact, right? And if the gap between what you're being invited into versus where you are at, if the gap is bigger, then it's going to feel like more of a jump. So what we want to do is actually hold our value, hold our light, hold our proposition and be able to go, yes, I can move into that. And that's why people often respond to that advice from Richard Branson, which is... If you don't know, figure it out, right? What does that take? That takes some pretty deep self-belief. That takes some courage. That takes some hustle. That takes some balls, right? To be the person who goes, yeah, I don't know, but I'm prepared to figure it out. So there's multiple different ways that you can approach it, but really starting to ask yourself, what does it take to really become one of those people who gets really good at discomfort who goes oh goody discomfort is here so I'm going to lean into that rather than avoid it and the only thing that makes you really avoid it is the voice in your head that starts bringing up the emotional feeling often known as fear because of the thoughts that you're having oh, I can't do this I'm not good enough oh I haven't got anything to offer nobody's going to listen to what I've got to say other people have got better insights you know and I see this happen quite often in you know spiritual communities people look at each other and they're like wow that person knows all about this stuff and I have no clue what they're talking about that's okay you can learn right you can expand you can put yourself in a circumstance where you're like it's all right you can actually go out and learn what it is that you're interested in so really stepping into the energy of you know if you are checking yourself as a leader and this is one thing that you know I love to talk to because it is a common theme with everybody whether you see yourself as a leader or not you are the leader of your own life so no matter if you see yourself as a visionary as a guide as a healer as a coach as an entrepreneur you know obviously that's business leadership but also leadership especially for you know raising the vibration of the planet which is you know big energy to step into or you just see yourself as the leader of your own life, it always comes back to accountability. You know, you don't have to be a spiritual leader to want to step in and to have an amazing life. An amazing life is going to come from feeling like you're continuously expanding your container. So that comes back to accountability and checking in with yourself and going, okay, well, am I doing that? Am I allowing myself to grow? And I can totally relate to people, not just on the imposter syndrome, but also a big one for light leaders, right? Which is feeling safe to be seen which kind of takes me down the route of what I would call the witch wound because a lot of healers, coaches and guides in previous lifetimes, of course, have been persecuted for their gifts. They have been branded as witches. Um, I can share personal stories on this in regards to how for the longest time I used to have a sensation down my right leg, my right calf that felt like if I stood on my leg too hard, I was going to break it. Every time I went skiing, it was just like a tingling sensation sensation and it kind of was in a line across my shin on my right leg and I would feel like oh I'm gonna break my leg you know like I'm going like it felt it just felt weak in that spot 
And it wasn't until I accessed the Akashic Records and had a very clear memory and sensation of being branded a witch and burnt at the stake and having and screaming and yelling and not being very impressed about it at all and having uh, a soldier come over with a sword and whack it into my leg to break my leg so it would fall down into the flames. So, you know, that was kind of bizarre, right? But even more so is the fact that your body has cellular memory. So guess what happened after I got the message from the Akashic Records? The tingling sensation left my leg. So so for me, this is me kind of accumulating evidence of other past lives, of other incarnations, of other experiences, you know, and I can feel it in my body, right? It's not there anymore. The energy has shifted. And this was a sensation that I used to have on and off folks for years, and now it's gone because the message has been delivered. When the Notre Dame burnt down, I actually just felt angry, Right, which is a bizarre reaction too to watching one of the world's most famous monuments or cathedrals, right, being burnt. And again, right, it all comes back. And the other little clues, right, I was born on Halloween. Bad Jelly the Witch was one of my favourite as a kid. The universe gives you clues. You need to be the one to activate your intuition to be able to go into things like the Akashic Records or into the universe and ask for information to really guide you. And also, too, we can do this when it comes to expanding our ability to be able to receive. Now, another big thing for women, of course, you know, let's talk a little bit about the witch wound. What is that? Which is when you're as a business owner, a healer, coach, guide, you want to put yourself out there but you feel like the masses are going to persecute you. It's also known as, you know, fear of visibility, right? I've done a lot of my business as stealth, right? Because <laughs> it takes time sometimes to get comfortable with putting yourself out there, with claiming your power, with being seen. Because when you do that, of course, and more people see you, you feel you can feel like on a very human level that more people are going to have an opinion about that. So how do we manage that so it feels safe to go out and do this really life-changing, compelling, inspiring, amazing work without feeling like we're going to be taken down for it. A lot of people can really relate to that. If you're one of them, you're welcome to go to the intuitivelifeacademy.com forward slash store, download my witch wound healing. Really powerful, really profound, especially if you identify with that feeling of being attacked, judged, persecuted for doing spiritual work. Okay, so it's another thing that we need to address with inside of ourselves internally so we can expand, right? And you think about it, to be able to be invited to speak on bigger stages, your energy does need to be expanded to be able to hold space for all the people there, to be able to make an impact, to be able to have a voice and to speak your truth and to shine your light and to be the person who's showing up. It takes cultivating courage, and courage, of course, comes from the heart space. And we can't really do that very well if we have defense mechanisms in place. 
So coming back to expanding your container again, so we've touched on a couple of things, right? Getting good at feeling your feelings, you know, being very aware of anywhere you're telling yourself stories around imposter syndrome, what good imposter syndrome is and what not so good is. Not so good is when you're totally out of your, you know, you're not in your own lane. But if you're just being asked to grow, it comes back to that same thing of discomfort. What does it take to be the person who loves a challenge? Because the universe is always going to challenge you. Have you noticed that? You're just like, sometimes it's like, oh, universe, I need a little bit of a break, right? Like it's a bit of um, central nervous system overload because maybe a whole bunch of stuff is coming up. You know, as I say to people who are doing intuitive mastery, the amazing goddesses who are doing that, this is an opportunity to reclaim your power. When you are experiencing contrast, you can reclaim your power. Instead of going, oh my goodness, this is terrible, this is a nightmare, recognizing that your words impact your energy field, you can ask the universe to show you the truth. Wow, I'm having an amazing opportunity right now to reclaim a lot of power because I'm experiencing contrast. So this is a great opportunity for me to strengthen my spiritual sovereignty to be able to go you know i have what it takes to turn low frequency energies into high frequency i can shift myself up the scale of consciousness through where i'm choosing to place my focus and attention i can be the person who's monitoring my thought processes i can be the person who's going oh look my mind's going off into a story i can bring it back and maybe i'll do something amazing for myself and start to focus my thoughts and attention on what it is that i wish to create rather than getting stuck in a story that's connected to the past which is no longer here so therefore is making me powerless again this is self-mastery the process of how is the relationship that I'm having with myself in every single moment contributing to the ideal outcomes that I wish to create some interesting energy coming through folks right it's just like woof, I'm, um, this is good right this is good to be in a circumstance where we're really choosing to evolve we're choosing to move into different frequencies and you always have a choice you know you are the most powerful person on the planet because you have the power of choice you can refocus your attention in any given moment you can choose to get over your shizzle in any given moment. You can reclaim your power in any given moment. And the moment is always now. You know, so if you're feeling powerless right now, just saying to yourself, what does it feel like if I just instantaneously in this moment reclaimed all my power that I've given away? Who are you giving power away to at the moment? why <laughs> right what's motivating you you know are you giving i see this a lot where people aren't fully in their authority or in their own power proposition my power proposition meaning being connected to source energy right they're really um being that person who's choosing to line up with source energy at any given moment and people forget this. They think, oh, you don't know what that person did to me. No, that was a choice where you chose to place your attention. You let your attention slide. You have the power to bring it back to something that's actually going to serve you in any given moment. Yes, AJ, it's my choice. And that's what makes us so powerful. 
you can choose to stop listening to the story in your mind and focus your attention on source energy in any given moment. And of course, when we're looking at expanding our ability to be able to receive, this is a huge one for women especially, but also too true of men, right? How are your bottom three chakras? You know, your top chakras are all about being connected to a source energy, your heart being the most powerful center point, but your bottom three chakras, your ability to be able to move forward with the solar plexus, your power center, how open and expanded is that? Your sacral chakra, which is so innately feminine in terms of our creativity, about being a woman, about giving life. You know, this is the womb area. This holds a lot of energy. This can hold the energy of past lovers, of children, of birth that has been, um, you know, not so pleasant. Can often hold a lot of secret energy, you know, mystical energy. Is it in a good vibration for you? Do you feel good about what it is that you're creating? Does it feel safe to create? Because if we don't feel safe to create and create and put our offers out into the world, we are going to feel stuck and we're going to feel stymied. Right? And of course, the root chakra, our feelings of safety about being in a body. You know, it's, um, and there's a lot of information, there's a lot of energy that pulls on us in terms of our sexual attractiveness, looking a certain way, showing up in a particular way, behaving in a particular way. We get a lot of messaging as women as opposed to how it's supposed to be. And again, this is where we don't want to go into the injustice. And sometimes that actually takes a higher level of awareness than it does just to go, yes, women have been persecuted against. Yes, there has been a patriarchy. Yes, but what's the solution to that? We know that already. If you've had past life experiences, you're going to have been present to that and you kind of definitely know what it feels like. But what's the solution? It's healing, of course, continuous healing of the masculine and feminine within us so we can experience that externally as well. You know, don't you think it's even fascinating in regards to duality that there is a masculine and feminine? It's not like there's a third sex, right? It is light, dark, yin, yang, positive, negative, right? We want to balance those energies within us and that's when we can experience harmony and we even transcend that and move into the oneness, which is when those energies are completely balanced within us. And we have stopped identifying even with our physical body because we're identifying with being a limitless being in a body. So folks really starting to go, okay, well, how expanded is my energy field? How safe do I feel in my body? How good am I at healing, um, feeling rather? You know, am I a good feeler? Can I feel my feelings without judging them? Can I let the clouds move through? and witness them, observe them, be present to them. How open is my heart chakra? You know, am I willing to be more open in my heart chakra so I can actually give more love and receive more love? Right? It just becomes natural because it becomes a natural extension of your energy field. You think about it, if your heart space is kind of round here, it's closer to your body, then you're going to be giving and receiving a little, right? more expanded giving and receiving a lot a lot of what you want love joy bliss pleasure you know enjoyment more of what it is that you wish to experience a big thing for women too right 
can you bring your creative desires to fruition? Can you put them out into the world? Is it safe for you to receive remuneration for that? Is it safe to receive in the root chakra? You know, again, um, women need to pay attention to these parts of your body and your energy field. Does it feel open? Does it feel clear? Does it feel expanded? Does it feel safe to receive more? You know, energetically it might feel safe, but physically does it feel safe? How do we bring those two things into alignment? And this is often what happens for women where they're like, they will tell themselves interesting stories or the monkey mind will start having a chit chat or, you know, some old energy or pattern or dynamic might step forward because then it becomes about, um, I have to keep myself back so it's safe for other people, <laughs> right? right, that, you know, um, we don't want to, we don't want to leave the tribe behind. We don't want to be in a circumstance where we're making somebody feel uncomfortable. We don't want to upset our friendships. We don't want our family to kind of feel annoyed with us because we're choosing to go for it. We're choosing to be a go-getter, but also a go-giver. We're choosing to be the people who are stepping into the light and helping raise the frequency of the planet because we're increasing our ability to be able to receive. You know, and this happens naturally by working on your energy and your vibration. You know, doing the work of going, doing self-inquiry. Because this is the thing, right? Like, intuitive work, you can't teach somebody intuition. You can only activate it because everybody's intuition is going to be unique to them. I can't sit there and say, okay, if you do this, then you'll get X, Y, Z, right? No, if you do this, then you'll gain more self-awareness and then you'll be able to make choices that will lead you to a result that you desire. But even that desire in the first place is going to be unique to you. I can't tell you what it is that you desire. Only you can choose that for yourself, you know what's going to bring you joy. We're all extensions of pure source consciousness, but we are all uniquely wired. That's why we all have different thumbprints. We are all unique in the way that it will be put out into the world. So your version of joy, love, bliss, expansion, ideal life, ideal outcome, dream life will be very different from mine and quite rightly so. But this is why we want to do the work of activating the intuition to start listening to that guidance because the universe is totally there supporting you, communicating with you all the time. Now to start with, it might be more rational world and that might look like, um, you know, angel numbers. I used to get a lot of uh, license plate numbers like never give up or, you know, after I did my first ever television stint, I had I was driving home and literally saw a license plate in front of me that said CBEX GO which was so super cute, right? So it's more rational world images, but now it's just like a tap on the shoulder or a little nudge or an instinct, a prompt, a feeling, a sensation in the body. And I will be, because I'm aware, right? I'm switched on, I'm listening, I'm tuned in, I'm plugged into the light. That's all that's required to be able to prompt it. I need to plug my laptop in. So I might actually say goodbye to Facebook before I actually crash out here. So thanks for tuning in, folks. You can continue to listen to the rest at 96.9 or be sure to catch the podcast on iTunes or Spotify by searching for Find Your Bliss. See you. Bye. 
Okay, folks, today we're talking about expanding your ability to be able to... I'm trying to plug my laptop in at the same time. Excuse me, folks. Um, Expanding your ability to be able to receive. And this is huge, right? This is huge in terms of what it is that you want to create for yourself. You know, what it is that you want to create in terms of loving your life, in terms of being a leader in terms of being the person who's going to step forward and create what it is that you really love. And again, nobody can do it but you. You're the only person because you're, you know, you're the authority in your own life. You're the one who's going to choose to step into leadership and to be the leader of your own life and to see yourself as the CEO of your own life or not, right? That is totally up to you. So... Like I said, just as a bit of an overview, expanding your ability to receive, get good at feeling, start noticing if you have any defense mechanisms in place, and you will not because you'll feel it, it feels contracted, right? It feels like you're shutting down, pushing people away, shutting things off, not open in your energy field. Um, very different from having a boundary, right? Right. You can be open and still have a boundary, but a defense mechanism kind of feels more like a block because it blocks out love as well. So you want to be aware of where you're contracting instead of expanding when it comes to challenge or growth. Again, often known as imposter syndrome, there can be a healthy and unhealthy. Unhealthy is really like where you're really out of your depth, right? And healthy is like when you're being asked to grow. You have the skill set, you have the awareness, you have the insight that people can see the potential in you, but maybe you're not there yet, but you just have to expand your energy field to move into a bigger proposition. Totally possible. And again, all of this, folks, is totally energetic as well. You don't even have to think about this stuff. That's one of the best things about developing your intuition is you get to think less. Hallelujah. Right? To be the person who, you know, can just respond to sensation, to awareness, and then make choices accordingly because of the way that it feels. But you need to be a good feeler to do that because if you've got heartbreak running through your heart chakra, then of course it's going to interfere with your ability to make decisions from a place of awareness. It's going to be coloured, probably with some hurt, some contraction and some fear. So we want to get to a place of clear feeling where you know you can experience hurt, pain, suffering and not judge it. Right, not try and shift it or change it or make it better just to accept it. Because I tell you what, have you ever noticed when you resist something and it just makes it bigger? And this is often what people do with their feelings, right? They shut them behind a door and then it feels like the pressure behind the door just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's like, oof, open that door and it's all going to come flooding out. So that's what people do, right? They put so much energy into keeping the door shut and locked. And then eventually something will happen, which they take their hand off the door handle and something will explode in their life and all this emotion will come out. Which is often right when you see people at a funeral and they're crying you're not often crying for the person who's passed. And I know, right, that might sound like a little sketchy, but bear with me for a second. They're crying because of their own grief. Okay, the person who's passed is at, is at peace. They've returned to oneness. So often what happens, and especially if it's not a person who's close to the person who's passed, if there's lots of emotion there, which, and you think about it, 
a funeral is often a really safe place to express grief because it's socially acceptable in those moments as opposed to like being at work or school or something like that and you're just like oh my goodness I feel so sad and you you don't give yourself permission to lose it as we would say to just release it because it's not socially acceptable we put so many um, conditions on ourselves in terms of how we're supposed to show up which like I've talked about that before about how I when I was in banking and people would say to me how are you and I'd be like oh hold on a minute I would literally take a time to tune in and ask myself, how am I feeling? Checking in with my body. And I would say things like, oh, I'm feeling a bit flat. Or maybe I'm a bit depressed. Or I feel really good today. Right? As opposed to, I'm fine. Right? I'm fine is a head response. We want to learn what it is to be in our body. Be in our body. Right, drop down from the head into the body. And for a lot of people, even doing that can be scary. It's like, why do you want me to be in my body? That means I would have to feel stuff in my body. Yes. <laughs> right? So your intuition can guide you, right? If you're in a room and it doesn't feel good, people are being mean or unkind or a bit B-I-T-C-H-Y, right? That you leave, that you take some action, Instead of being in your head going, oh, I have to be here because it's a work thing. Instead of overriding your own consciousness awareness, you actually listen to what's good for you as opposed to what your head is telling you is socially acceptable. And this is how we do the work of expanding our ability to be able to receive. If you do not feel safe, you will not be open we need to feel safe to be open. And this can be a big thing for women because often, you know, again, even when it comes to sexual assault, like one in four women have experienced something and you can feel like it's natural. If it happens to your sister or your collective sisters, you can feel like it's happened to you. We're all connected. So this is why it can be so super easy on a subconscious level to shut down. You just need to see something that's happened towards women. And again, this is where we need to do the deep inner work of healing our own self personally. So we're actually contributing to the collective. So if you feel safe in your body, you're actually saying to your sisters, your sister literally or figuratively or collectively, that it's safe, right? It's safe to be open in your body. A lot of women have fear that if they're open in their body, they will be attacked. And you think about it, this is really natural too, because often women, when they're in their radiance, they are mesmerizing. They are so attractive. They attract everything. And often women have fear that if they are attracting everything, that they're going to attract something negative. And this is often how we need to do the energetic work of stretching ourselves energetically, but also as we do that, creating a boundary that is stronger and stronger and stronger. And you will know if your boundaries are weak. You will know because you'll be like, oh yeah, when did I say yes when I meant no? Right? When did I agree to something and my body said, I don't want to do that and you're not listening to me. Uh, I've given an example of how I said yes to something and I literally had to get back on the phone because my body was just like, no, 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 no. Like I had said yes from my head 
and my body was not going to let me off the hook until I rang them back and said, look, I'm really sorry. I'm going to have to withdraw my, you know, I didn't say my body says no, but I said it's a no for me. And as soon as I did that, my body relaxed because I was listening. So where are you not listening to yourself? Where are you not listening to what it is that you need? Where are you not listening to your body? And I'm not talking about, you know, whether you have indigestion. I'm talking about intuitively. Like if your body was speaking to you intuitively and giving you guidance, what would it say? Part of it could be your indigestion. That could be showing you something. But it's on that energetic level. No, it's not just, it's in your body. You're taking your attention into your body. You're taking your attention to anywhere there's any aches or pains and you're focusing on that and you're asking questions and you're noticing what it is because your body has wisdom. Your body knows stuff that your mind doesn't know because your body is, you know, it's there calibrating all the time to your environment, knowing whether it feels safe or not. You want to check in with that. You want to start honoring yourself by being aware. And when you honor yourself, you're creating more self-respect. You're um, creating a stronger boundary and it's easier to expand. It's easier to open up and to receive more. So start paying attention. Right? Start paying attention if you've got any kind of shutdown or contracted energy in your body. Start paying attention if you're around somebody and it feels not so nice for you. Because what does a person who loves themselves do? What does a leader do? They go, I don't have time for that. I'm not available for that kind of BS. I'm not going to put myself in an environment where it contracts my energy because I'm choosing to be in my own divine sovereignty, which means that I choose continual expansion because that's my true nature. That's me aligning with the highest part of who I am and allowing myself to know myself better, to know myself at a deeper level by choosing expansion. Gotta tell you folks, I'm really loving this energy that's coming through. It feels beautiful, right, to share with you. Because, you know, when I come and do the radio show, folks, I don't write notes, right? I just tune in, right? I tune into my own experiences. I tune into the experiences of my clients and what they've been coming up against, what I've observed, what I've witnessed, but also, too, my own guidance. And, you know... The purpose of guidance is to support you into the next evolution of yourself and where you are leaking your power, where you're not choosing your infinite self, where you're choosing to remain in the old duality of the past or the story or the future that's not here yet, as opposed to claiming your power to create it. You know, I've talked about this before about how the journey really, I see it in two parts. The first part of your journey really is, and again, it's a dance because it crosses over from one to the other. But the, really the first part of your journey is to heal, to look at the wounding, to look at all the parts of yourself that are crying out for support, for help, for witnessing, for acceptance, for love, all your younger selves that are not feeling heard, seen, witnessed, appreciated, adored to bring them love, support, and affection. And then we kind of get to a place where we've expanded our energy enough where we can really launch ourselves into creation, 
So first part's healing and the second part is creation. In my awareness and my experience from almost nine years of doing intuitive coaching work full-time, right, is to do this where we go, okay, and again, I'm ready to expand. I'm ready to create. I'm ready to be the conscious creator of my reality. I'm ready to apply universal law to my creations. I'm ready to live in happiness because I'm sick of suffering, right? I don't want to do that paradigm anymore. So what is it that we wish to create? And this is where the energy gets really big because we start to realize that we're an infinite being in a body and what does that actually feel like? And we start to go, oh my goodness, what am I going to choose for myself next? Out of all the things that I could create, we start reclaiming more power and we go, I get to decide everything, everything, what time I get up what job I do, how I make money, where I send my kids to school, if I send them to school. You know, you get to make all those decisions. And we really want to be coming from the bird's eye view of our own life because we're only here for a short time. So we can want to go, you know, I'm always asking myself this question, you know, if I've got 40 years left on the planet, what am I going to do with it? How am I going to experience it? What do I want to experience? You can be damn sure that Italy's on that list, folks. <laughs> right. Yeah. A friend um, and I, you know, we often talk about going to Italy. Sending you lots of love, Lisa. <laughs> but again, being in that space, right? Like just being in... Why? Because we probably both have the value of environment. We, the environment that we're in is the immersive experience. To be in that space of like, what is it that you wish to experience? You know, for me, Italy is a sensory experience. Like Florence has to be one of my most favorite places on earth. The art, the history, the language the culture, the food. It's just an immersive, beautiful, romantic, expansive, blissful experience. What is it that you wish to create? You know, I've often talked about letting go of the attachment to what you actually do. Because a lot of people get tripped up on this, right? They identify, and I think the pandemic's done a good job of shaking that out of a few people, right? Our identity around our work, You know, I could collapse the paradigm and go and be a chicken farmer tomorrow because I'm not attached to the the identity of being a coach. If it brought me more happiness, I would do that tomorrow. If it made me happy, made the chickens happy, made the ground happy, absolutely. Because you get to ask yourself that, is what I'm doing bringing me joy? And if it's not, then I have a couple of choices. I can actually go, what does it take to bring joy to this situation? Which is always a good idea in the first instance. Because if you think your circumstances are creating your reality, then you're incorrect. You are creating your circumstances, which is why one of the best things you can do if you want to transition out of a job is make it the most joyful experience you can while you are still there. Why? Because then you're setting yourself up for success and not attaching to the thing or the circumstance. You're creating it within yourself and you're applying it to what is there. That's what a leader does. A leader goes, you know what, no matter what's happening, no matter what my circumstances look like, I can bring the joy. I can activate my intuition. I can tune into the energy of freedom right now, no matter what my circumstances, which is why, if you haven't read it already, you should read Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. 
which is when he's in like a prisoner of war camp, for goodness sake. But he still had his freedom because he had his own thoughts. He knew that he had control over his own mind and where he placed his attention. And that's often sometimes all we have. And those circumstances, never more so do you have the contrast of realising that's all you have. But if you're in a job that you don't love, you still have a choice about where you place your focus. You can hate it, but also choose to be in joy. It was actually a really important lesson that I learned before I left banking because I knew I was dissatisfied and unhappy and I didn't want to be there, but I realized I could feel it from my intuition that there was a really great gift to be there and to still get right inside myself because wherever you go, there you are. It's not particular to what is happening externally. So doing that inner work, asking those questions... Right? Do you feel more expanded from having listened to the Find Your Bliss radio show? And again, of course, when we choose expansion, we're choosing to allow more money, more profit to show up in our lives. So if you're interested, folks, in continuing this conversation, I am actually doing a webinar Not this weekend, but next weekend on Sunday. I think it's 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. There's a small entry fee, but it's to show you the mechanics of manifesting. It's how to use your intuition to be able to create a life that you really love. Now, once upon a time, too, I would listen to something like that and think, gosh, is that really possible? But when you understand the science of manifestation and quantum physics, which is what I'll be breaking down in this training, then um, you'll understand how important it is to choose your awareness, your thoughts and feelings and how they contribute to creating your reality. So if you want more information on that, folks, you can go to www. RebeccaDavison.life. If you're in the Intuitive Life Academy Facebook group, of course, I will be putting more information in there. I am actually going to be running a free training next week, three sessions, three videos that I'm going to be doing in the Facebook group from Wednesday through to Friday. So Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. So if you're interested in more about how to manifest abundance in your life and world, and I can tell you what, folks, you know, just like happiness, abundance is an inside job. We want to be able to expand our ability to be able to receive. And again, what a lot of what I've talked about today is the work that's required. But often too, people let, allow their rational critical mind to take them into a place of disbelief. And I used to do that. And I'm so glad that, you know, my intuition you know, I activated my intuition so therefore we could create a dialogue so my higher self, my angels and guides and the universe could communicate to me and say, no, 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 you are the creator. Stop giving away your power, start activating it so you can create more abundance and really to start realizing that it's all about energy and it's all about your vibration and what you're putting out is what you will receive back and it can take some work, right, to focus, refocus, especially if you've had a lot of stuff happen in your life which hasn't been great to refocus and rewire yourself so you're focusing on where you want to go rather than focusing on what you don't wish to experience because of course where you focus your attention it expands all right folks so as always it's a privilege and a pleasure to connect with you guys um I love hosting the Find Your Bliss radio show. It's been so much fun. There is a new podcast coming out soon. It's called Intuitive Abundance. It is on Spotify at the moment, but we will be sharing more information with you as that becomes live on iTunes as well. I'm sending you guys so much love and light. Have an amazing day. Thanks for tuning in. Bye for now. Bye.